Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Thursday podcast with Al and Jerry. What up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I gotta tell you, today was a little bit of a, today was a grind. Really? No big defining topic. I asked Eddie at one point at 8 o'clock, you were not in the studio, I had said to him, this is probably the first show that I've done only because there was no, I mean, the McAdoo thing was okay, but I mean, you can't do four hours on it. I said to Eddie, I'm like, today feels a little tough. I'm like, do you sense that too? He said, no, which was good. I but actually, I thought today was, I actually tougher. thought today was one of uh, the better Boomer and Jerry shows. Really? Yeah. For well, it's good to hear. Actually. I said that to, um, Eddie, he goes, oh, nice. and then he told me of your conversation. He said, really? Cause Jerry came in and felt it was a grind. I li- only because, like I said, only because usually I look up, it's 9 o'clock. I'm like, wow. I looked up and saw, saw 746. I'm like, oof. Right. Long time still mm. to go. <laughs> yes, quite a while. Jerry, uh, the other day on the show, yesterday, we were talking about roller derby somehow. Yes. And we wondered, uh, is roller derby real or fake? Is it like wrestling? Right. Well, uh, the Jersey Shore Roller Girls... And uh, various roller derby girls themselves and the organization. That are on teams in the league. Yeah, reached out to us many times on a Twitter. Yep. Telling us to come down on Thursday for a scrimmage. So That's what today. time are you leaving? I will not be going to that because oh. I have a feeling these girls would uh, give me elbows uh, trying to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they wanted you on skates. Yeah. I pictured it like, do you remember uh, in the 1980s, John Stossel of 2020 did an expose on pro wrestling? I don't. So he was uh, interviewing a wrestler by the name of Dr. D. David Schultz. Okay. And he asked the wrestler, is wrestling fake? And uh, Dr. D. David Schultz gave him a slap to the ear hard. <laughs> and asked is him, that fake? Yes. I asked him if that was fake. I picture that me, since I questioned his roller derby real or fake, me going to roller derby, and these girls elbowing me and then running me over with their there's, skates. There's a difference between fake and scripted. That's what Ric Flair said on the 30 for 30 right. episode. Now, again, 
as a seven or eight or nine year old, I went there and saw them punching and hitting wrestling. air. And there are aspects of it that are fake. But the body slams and the jumps from the turnbuckle and the hits with the folding chairs. Yeah. That stuff hurts. It hurts, Jerry. But it is scripted. I mean, that's a fact. I don't think we can write. We all know that. It is scripted. Uh, I, I watched the Ric Flair 30 for 30 yesterday. Uh, I was a little disappointed in it, although I may have, uh, uh, you know, built that up in my head. Right. Phone's ringing. I Just continue. I think that's Ric Flair dialing in. Um, here's what I really got out of the Ric Flair 30 for 30. Uh, Ric Flair became his character in real life. He was limo riding, uh, hanging out with hot chicks, uh, slamming chicks, slamming beers, slamming vodkas, 365 days a year for 20 years. Sounds a lot like Al Dukes. Except for the slamming chicks and vodkas <laughs> and beers. You become your character when you leave here. He was he was having so many drinks, and people can't believe his body was in such good shape for the amount really? of drinks he had. Yeah. So it was very interesting. So, But it kept kind of going back to that. And then he had a, a very, uh, a, you know, a, a not a great family life because uh, he left his first wife, and he was constantly cheating. And then he had a son uh, that got into pro wrestling, and the son uh, OD'd on heroin or something. Was oh, that true? Yeah, very bad. And then uh, his daughter, Charlotte, who's a women's champion, if she isn't right now, she has been and probably will be again in the future, mm-hmm. uh, she got into wrestling to fulfill the dream of the son who committed suicide. Or not committed su- They don't know whether it was like suicide overdosed or, or overdosed right. on the drugs. Got it. Uh, so that's why she's into it. Now, so that part was sad. Uh, he said, too, he slept with thousands of women. He right? said ten. he ballparked it at 10,000 women. Do you think it ever gets old? I would think so. Really? Yeah, I do. Different women you think would get old? I would think so, yeah. I think after a while it does. He, he told a story about being in the psychiatrist's office, okay. that he went to a psychiatrist or psychologist, whichever one, and... Uh, was talking to the psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist asked him uh, how many times a day he masturbated. He said twice a day. Every day. Come on. Then he slept with numerous women a day. Then he had something like 15 to 20 beers a day for 20 years. Holy Christ. Yeah. The doctor couldn't believe it. No. I could see why. Yeah. So if you have a chance, check that out, the 30 for 30. Could you imagine Flair. doing that? Uh, which part of that? All of it? Masturbating twice a day, that having sex imagine. with two different women. Nope. And so essentially it's four ejaculations minimum. Right. Minimum. Right. And then having a case of beer. No way. And then vodkas. He would have beers, he said, God. driving to the events. And then he would have vodkas once he got to the hotels. Oh and then God. he'd go wrestle. Oh. Loaded up. What a disgusting human being he was. And yet he was kicking ass, Jerry. I guess, and taking names. And then the other thing that came up on the show today was uh, how I have uh, a fear of hitting a deer with the car. Yeah, I know. Don't jinx us. Even when you're driving. The fear. I can pinpoint deer, though. I have this vision now, this deer vision. You have night vision. I see deer everywhere. Why don't we drive with night vision glasses? I don't know. Do you think those things that you could put on your car, the deer whistles, as they say, do you think those work? I don't know. I didn't even know they sold them. Yeah. They sell these, like, little plastic things. Supposedly, you put them on your car. Right. And it's a sound just the deer here? Yeah. I, I guess. Let's get them. Let's try them. Although, I guess the other solution could be I could just get a pickup truck again. Uh, which, I got to be honest with you. 
I, I've had my car now over three years. I've had enough. You're I'm looking itching. for any excuse now to get back into the car, get back into the truck business. You're itching to get out of that car. I am. It's again when you've had a car that gets fifty miles per gallon and you do thirty thousand miles a year. It's very hard to give that up. Yes, but space wise, especially as my boys are getting older and playing more sports, and I got more athletic crap in my car. I mean, you see, I can't even see out my back window at this point. Your back seat is very full. I would like some. I would like a little more space. And if we do hit a deer, it's going to end up in my lap going right through that windshield. Or through the windshield, and the ass will be in your face, right. and I'll get the antlers on my forehead. Because you know if a deer came through the windshield, first of all, it probably wouldn't die, and it would just it would be freaked out and be freaking out on us. Would you prefer deer ass in your face or antlers in your forehead? I'm going to say the I'll take the antlers. Really? Have you ever seen on the side of the road when a deer is dead? Its butt explodes. Why is that? I, I don't know how. Have you noticed it? I have not. You have not. I have not. You have not noticed the dead deer on the side of the road. Start taking notice. Listeners as well, if you haven't. When you say a dead deer on the side of the road, its butt is exploded. Well, what happens to a human after they after they stop? After the heart stops and, the, and, and you pass. Like, do they lose their bowels, you're asking? Right. I don't know. Does the stuff just force its way out? It's disgusting. And then those vultures, literally vultures, will just pick and eat at the deer carcass. Oh, disgusting. Why did deer go near the parkway in the... Like, well, they I don't like know what they're doing. They're deer. When we get to the turnpike, that I know, I'm like, there's no way deer are hanging out like in the... Uh, over, like, in Linden or Newark? Not around here, but if you go down the turnpike, once yes. you get past exit 9, Correct. all bets are off. A lot of trees. Yes. We saw deer. What's that road uh, you drive on when you take us to work, Jerry, when we're in Staten Island? The Staten Island Expressway? Yeah, there were deer there. Yeah. They're trees. And you, picked, you saw one today. I did. I said, Jerry, there was a deer. Yes. You missed it. I did. Uh, how I was about looking this? at the cop on the left side. It's very dark in here, Jerry. I'd rather be pulled over by a cop than dark. a deer. This is, the, this is the settings you and Eddie have every morning. It's very dark. Very dark. Are you aware that retailers have already started playing Christmas music yes, in the stores? I am. That I don't care My for. wife works in a store, and so oh, right. they have changed the store over to Christmas already. Really? I don't know if they're playing music, but I have been in, I was in one store that had it going over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, Satellite Radio has already started their Christmas it, stations. By the way, Thanksgiving's in three weeks. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Thanksgiving's in two weeks. Two, two weeks, weeks from today. Two so, weeks from today? Yes. It's Thanksgiving. Today is, the, today is the ninth, right? 16th. Yes. Thanksgiving is two weeks from today. You didn't realize that, did I did you? not. Uh-huh. That, to me, is the kickoff to the season. I completely agree. That's it's actually you, my favorite week of the year. That's when you have to start thinking of what am I getting people for the holidays. I do that on the 15th of December. December 15th. Yes. I 10 do days not start, out. I do not start Christmas shopping until at least mid-December. I hate people that, that now will be like, and someone will tweet us and go, oh, you guys are talking about Christmas shopping. I've got most of mine done already. Yeah, I have people in my family that are finished. That means you've put no effort into it. Actually, it's quite the opposite. We're all getting gift cards. It's it's the opposite. They have had a good idea of what they've wanted to get people, and they've searched out deals. I see. To save a little bit of money and yet still come up with what they wanted to do. So now that you've insulted people in my family, um, I will let them know. I didn't specifically mean your family. You just said people that say that and people that are almost done put no thought into it. And right. it's actually, it's it's the opposite of like, that. Like, here's a gift card. Great. People that put thought into it, you're looking at one. You don't. 
Uh, I I have ideas for some. For the ones that I don't, there's not much effort. I wish, like, for people that I buy gifts for, like, you know, my nieces and nephews, send me an Amazon link to what you want. That's a great idea. Send it right to your house. Why don't we do it as adults if other adults are – so, like, my family, while it's not a lot of gifts, everyone will get someone, like, one thing. Yeah. Why don't we have Amazon wish lists? We should. I don't know. We should do that as adults. We should. Because you know who has Amazon wish list is um, Hot Ooh, Chicks. I have an idea. Would you like to sell Al and Jerry t-shirts for Christmas? Ooh. I could make that happen quickly. You could. Yes. We got to talk to Izzo. He can help sell them. Oh, okay. Well, then or then we got to cut him in on the deal. Or I had someone else that would make the shirts for us. And who will fulfill? Who stuffs them into an envelope? That's a good question. Yeah. Will Izzo do that? He might, but we'll have to cut him in. So we'll go thirds. What do you have an idea for a design? Yeah, one of the uh, one of the cartoons he's made. Oh, so take one of his designs. I was going to take one of his designs and send it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Is that wrong? Bootlegging t-shirts. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, back in 1989, I went to a Don Henley concert. Remember, it might have even been the Eagles. I, don't, I saw no, no I saw Don the, Henley in '89. It was the end of the Innocence yes. uh, tour. Boring as hell. I guess. We yeah. were, I remember there, we were with a couple of girls and we bought shirts in the parking Don lot. Don Henley shirts. Yes. And we put them on. We were all excited. 10 bucks. Got Don right. Henley shirts. Bootlegs. And we're walking. As it turned out, they were. Bootleggers. And one of the girls was like, uh, you realize there's no E in his name. Like, what do you mean? Whoever you bought this from didn't do such a great job because his name is H-E-N-L-E-Y and it's yours says H-E-N-L-Y. Oh. So she's like, give me, I can, I can take care of that for you. So we just met these girls. So they took them from us. We gave them the numbers. Yeah, we never heard from them again. They stole your hen- my Don Henley. Uh, I wanted my Don Henley shirt. Bootleg shirts. My $10 shirt. I used to buy the bootleg uh, T-shirts in the parking lot as well. I never knew they were bootlegged. I uh, just assumed they were stolen, to be honest. I bought a Who one in the parking lot in 89 as well. Right. That w- now, did you see Don Henley at the Art Center? I saw Don Henley at the Meadowlands Arena. Oh, okay. Because this was the Art Center. I thought maybe me and you, yeah. years back, were at the same concert. I went with my friend Paul. I remember we both. You and freaking Paul. Good I remember. Lord. Do you have any other friends? <laughs> John and Steve. I have two other friends. I've never heard those names before. The Maras and the Tishes? Uh, no. They're uh, the Branches and the Alts. Got it. Uh, those are my three friends. Uh, but concerts I used to go with Paul. And we sat and watched Don Henley. I remember we were looking at each other. I go, this, no one on stage was moving. Yeah, well, they were old at that point. By the way, they're still playing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I expected Don Henley to do, jump around. I, I I don't know. How about we went and saw Bruce Hornsby once at the Art Center, and he let everybody on stage. Oh. And I remember we had seats for that. My wife was like, should we go up? I'm like, I'm not going up there. There's a crowd. There's no way. Bruce she was very Hornsby. angry with me afterwards. Bruce Hornsby and the range? Uh, I don't think so. I think this was just Bruce Hornsby. The range was not with He him. had people that were acting like the range. Okay. But I don't believe, if I think back to that concert, I don't, th- it might have been, I don't remember. You don't think they said, and the range? I don't remember. I honestly on, don't remember. On the bootleg, a t-shirt. I don't remember. It might have just been Bruce Horsby. Horsby. With my luck. And the rage. I forgot the B. And the rage. And the rage. I love this story, Jerry. Kansas City, Missouri. Detective ends interview with a suspect after the suspect answered one of the detective's questions by lifting his butt cheek and farting. <laughs> interview over. Probably not the best way to go about no. it. Nope. <laughs> his, uh, his farting stopped the police interrogation. 
24-year-old fella. He was charged with possession of intent to sell coke. I mean, listen, if guy had gas, you're supposed to hold it in? And a, he's a felon that was in possession of firearms. Hmm. He's really blessed in a way. Yeah. In his report about the interview, the police detective wrote that when asked about his address, Mr. Sykes, the perpetrator, leaned to one side of his chair and released a loud fart before answering with the address. Okay. Interview over. I think podcast over. <laughs> Let me do one more story. Go ahead. Uh, deputies in uh, Oregon were called when a UPS driver heard someone calling for help, Jerry. Okay. He was on his route delivering packages and heard someone calling for help. He called the police. Police broke into the home, realized it was a parrot yelling help. Really? Just being a douche. That's why you didn't want to get that African gray. That parrot was being a douche, Jerry. The warm-up show is next. It was very good today. I recall it being terrific. It always is. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Well, good morning to you. This portion is brought to you by Discover Card Al Dukes. How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. What's going on? Uh, I want to talk to you about a Yankee managing situation. Go. The manager. Yes. So a couple things came out yesterday. One, CeCe Sabathia wants A-Rod as the Yankee manager. Okay, I listen. I actually just listened to that podcast. Very interesting. You listened to a podcast other than ours? I did, because mm. I know that you have two. Most yeah. people have one. They only have one. They have one. Player's Tribune. It's the R2C2 podcast. Yeah, which no one knows what that means. I didn't, but I do now, and I'll tell you this. The R2C2 podcast got Alex Rodriguez in the room for 55 minutes. Oh, because it's Player's Tribune. and the- I don't care who it is. They got A-Rod to sit down for 55 minutes cursing like a sailor. But A-Rod says he wants to be an owner. He doesn't he want did. the manager job. I'll say this, though, in terms of what you just started with, listening to A-Rod, he should be the next manager of the Yankees. That's what CC Sabathia he says. He should be. And so, by the way, the C2 is CC, in case anybody didn't figure that out. Well, no one knows what that is. That's a dumb name. I hate when companies That's why I'm have... telling you. Right, but you shouldn't have to tell me. That's fair, I guess. The Alan Jerry podcast. We know it's Alan no, Jerry. No explanation needed. Like if there was an Eddie Scazzeri space cast. Right. You know it's Eddie Scazzeri. Mornings with Boomer Esiason. It's not, you know, B.E. in the morning. No one would know what that is. It would take time to figure it out. Yes. So C.C. wants A-Rod. The Yankees clearly want somebody that we've never heard of or bench coaches and hitting coaches and the like. Right. Uh, David Cohn and John Flaherty. It's the Flaherty Report with John Flaherty. Somebody's getting pizzazz. Boring. <laughs> they both want in as manager. Now, did they want in as a team, Jerry, or separately they both said they would be manager? <laughs> no, I think separately. Separately. They're not co-managers. Oh, God. It, it would be just one or the other. So Cone said, I told Cashman I'm interested. Then John Flaherty said, oh, oh I also told Cashman, I'm interested. I like what Cohen said, though. He was quoted as basically saying, I have no shot, but I yeah. thought it'd be at least worth the conversation. Right. Throw my hat in the ring. Right. Uh, both of them at the Yes Network. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, did Meredith Morakovitz reach out I, to Cashman? As far as I know, not yet. What I'm, about What about Jack Curry? Will uh, he Jack be Curry has not. I've not seen him on the list either. His name. I haven't, or Bob Lorenz. 
Let me ask you, you this. You have that one written down, too? I did have Bob Lorenz next. Paul O'Neill? No, else? No, because Paul O'Neill's legit. It's a oh, okay. former Yankee. Oh, got it. This is what I wrote down, Jerry. What ab- I wrote this. What about Meredith Morakovich, Jack Curry, Bob Lorenz? There's big balloons in the ass booth. And John Sterling. <laughs> I don't think John Sterling, at his age, wants to be a manager oh, of anything. All right. I think he just wants to continue his consecutive games announcing streak. Got it. That's what he So he's like. on a roll with that. I want A-Rod. Okay, so, so maybe something now uh, the, the bench coach fella he uh, interviewed already. Uh, Thompson. Yeah, Thompson. Yes. So that's number one. Or as Eddie said, uh, the, the, the <laughs> Eddie's got a great line yesterday during the show when talking about the Yankee manager. Yeah, I, I know. Go Eddie to the puppet said store right <laughs> they were just going to go to the puppet store and pick out a puppet. <laughs> I tell you, here's why A-Rod's <laughs> so awesome, and he would not be a puppet. He was, he ba- I don't want to see him bash it. That's not true. But he ripped apart sabermetrics mm-hmm. in terms of postseason, regular season. Al, I'm telling you, if you've got, matter of fact, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to download it. I'm going to force you to listen to it on the way home. This uh, A-Rod podcast? Yes. A-Rod today. and CeCe? And Ryan Rucco. Okay. Those three. That's the R2? No. C2. Yeah, no, no. No is right. I think I'm going to make him listen to it. Well, you are uh, you and I uh, carpooled together. You could pop it in. That's what I just said. Oh. I'm going to force you to listen to it. On See you in the morning. <laughs> oh, you're going to force me that way. <laughs> it's funny, too, because... He's in he's in uh, business with, and it's you can't make fun of it because at first I'm like oh this is great and then he goes into what he's doing with this guy and it amazing work that he's doing with, um with kids in, in the inner cities and stuff Who's like that. Is this A Rod? Yeah, the guy's name is Cedric Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> like the first thing you're thinking you is A Rod's talking about being in business with a guy named Bobo, but then you hear about who this guy is entrepreneur worth billions of dollars, great in real estate. I'm like, oh, I can't fool around with that. That's no fun. Right. But it's, it's good stuff. All right. And, Jerry, yesterday we talked about Leangelo Ball. Yes. Uh, he and his teammates of UCLA were in China, allegedly shoplifted at a Louis Vuitton shop. Right. Sunglasses, I believe it was. And they right. say they have them on tape. Now, they were released from the jail in China. Sort of. Confined to their hotel room. Well, I can't leave. Which I would love to be confined to a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> but they said that, that sounds like you want vacation everywhere yeah, you go. Me confined to a hotel room as if I shoplifted in a <laughs> hey, foreign honey, country. We're going to Palm Springs. Yeah. What are we doing? No idea. Great room though. Great hotel. <laughs> um, so they said it could take either days, weeks, or months yeah. to get this figured out. And I love this stat, Jerry. I saw this. I wish we had this in a, in our country. Their conviction, the conviction rate in China for for such things as shoplifting. Is over ninety nine percent conviction. So you're saying he's got a good chance to yeah. get off. <laughs> I'm saying if you make it to court, you're guilty. Right. Think about this. If you hear that we have a storm with a ninety nine point five percent chance of hitting, batten down the hatches. I'm out of there. Right. This guy. This is no. We said it yesterday. This is no joke. But Papa Ball says no big deal. Of course not. Of course not. No he big deal. He probably thinks he can buy his way out of it. Is Trump still over there? The I think he's going to China either today or tomorrow, I think. Maybe he'll take uh, the Ball family back with him. <laughs> on Air Force One. Yeah, Air Force One. Does he get a pair of big baller brand sneakers? Yes. Angelo <laughs> Ball, be... the Donald, but and LeVar. He's, he's, he's goofy enough to do that. Too. That'd be great if they went over there to China and got just... Uh, Leangelo out the other UCLA <laughs> kids. The other two. Yeah, we don't know. They're guilty. By the way, would it stun you? No, right. The exactly. Ball family got out. Exactly. Uh, somebody wrote in Christophs Porzingis here in New York City for to be mayor of New York. You don't live in New York, do you? I don't. So it was not you. It was not me. But 
It got me thinking. The write-in vote might be the dumbest thing people do. It's the biggest waste of time. It's a big it waste of time. I agree. People, That's where they say every vote counts, except yeah. in that case, it doesn't. Right. Your Christophs Porzingis vote for mayor of New York did not count. No, for nothing. Counted for a hilarious, like, I'm sure you, I'm sure the guy took a photo of it, tweeted it. Then someone ran to Christophs and said, did you see someone wants you to be the mayor? And he's like, oh, no, I'm ready. I can take that job. Yeah, I did. I, by the way, A-Rod called becoming the manager of the Yankees harder than becoming president. POTUS, he said. Yes, he did call it POTUS. Which I had to actually look up yesterday. No, you didn't. No, no, POTUS I knew. Okay. But I saw FLOTUS. I saw FLOTUS written somewhere. I was like, FLOTUS. All right, I would need help with that one. Yeah, I Googled first it. First lady? Yeah, first lady. I didn't know that, that was she was referred to as that. I didn't Flotus. know that. Okay. I thought it was an insult at first. I thought someone was <laughs> insulting the first lady. They're like, and FLOTUS over here. <laughs> You're calling her fat? (laughs) Yeah. And then how about this, Jerry? I know people don't like this, and I'm sure you and the Booms will get into this. Boomer's one who doesn't like this. Okay. Anonymous sources. garbage. I love anonymous sources. Garbage. I mean, stand up, put your name to it. Put your name on it. Right. That's what Herm Edwards. Edwards? Yeah. Be a man. I'm with him, though. Or a woman. Put your name on it. He's right. No. You can't. No. You can't as a player. Come out if you're on the Giants and go. Say anything. Ben Magadou no, no. stinks. He's you, lost the locker say, room. Then you can't say anything. Then keep your mouth shut. If you don't have the guts to say it, then don't say it. Uh, Josina Anderson, I believe, got this right. Yes, Jerry? I think she was the one that broke the story yesterday. Do you think she talked to somebody, or they text? No, she message? made it up. No, no, I'm saying, did they do they text messages? Uh, yes, in some cases they do. A really? lot of reporters now have the numbers of players as they have for years, as Boomer will tell you. But I think the texting is a big deal. And here's the thing about texting. It leaves the trail. Right. So if it's an unnamed player and her boss questions her, hey, here it is. And she can run with it. Yeah, I would I would, uh, I I would like not. I, like what, if it came in the newspaper, to, let's say one of the guys, whether it was Neil Best, Bob Raceman, Phil Mushnick on Sunday, and it said throughout the process of WFAN trying to find a new morning co-host or new afternoon show, Unnamed sources said Al Dukes was a giant pain in the ass <laughs> and didn't like anybody that was brought to his attention. Okay. Not that you're the program director or anything, but unnamed, you know, staffers. That wouldn't bother you? Was it Eddie? Uh, let's say it wasn't Eddie. I could guarantee it wasn't Eddie. Okay. Wouldn't that bother you a little it's bit? It's all about the he said, she said. <laughs> 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 Definitely not Eddie. <laughs> All right, this portion, this portion brought to you by Discover Card. Discover Card alerts you if they find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Sign up online at discovercard.com/alerts. Free alerts. Limitations do apply. Back in a moment with the booms on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotts Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is sponsored by Volvo. Knicks lost. Rangers won. Boomer's going to be very excited. Thursday night football, then later tonight. This portion brought to you by Volvo. Sweden's greetings from Volvo. This holiday season, enjoy limited time offers on cars like the XC90. Visit your local Volvo dealer today. You got about mm, 50 seconds. All right, Jerry. So, uh, Giants Niners this weekend. Yeah. Uh, they're going to face C.J. Beathard at quarterback. I think we'll see Garoppolo at some point, but yes. You do? I do. All right. So the reporters yesterday we were uh, ran down Kyle Shanahan. 
and said, what's the deal? What's the deal with what's C.J. Beathard? What's the deal with Garoppolo? Oh. He goes, well, yes, a lot of people want to know. He said, in fact, my wife has asked me, when is Jimmy Garoppolo starting? Well, of course. So then the reporters ran over to James Garoppolo and said, did you know uh, Kyle Shanahan's wife is interested in your appearance? He said, oh, is that right? I've not met her yet. Then I think he did the eyebrow thing, Jerry, like this. What does that mean? How are you doing? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, Bernard, it's like Bernard King talking about a story about hitting on Dr. J's wife yesterday yeah. with Joe and Nice Evan. clams. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch. Let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself <laughs> wow wow you weren't kidding you were you came in hot subscribe and listen to the rico bronya podcast available on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast